So you have come to the journey that you are now closing out your college years. You're a junior, you're a senior, and you know, it's getting to that point where you're thinking like, man, what am what am I what am I do for the rest of my life? Am I gonna go straight into working and being grown, or I'm going to, you know, um go to grad school? Because to me, I feel like College is like the halfway house of adulting. Okay, so depending on your situation, because not everybody's situation is the same. Some people go to college and immediately be paying bills and things like that. You know, everybody's situation is different. But the most common situation is that people go to college and, you know, their parents, you know, do support and help them as much as they can. And, um, you know, you're an adult. But you also have that leverage as, you know, I'm out here, I'm broke as a joke, I'm pinching pennies, I'm eating cookout trays and noodles and whatever on the calf or whatever the case may be. And, you know, but if it comes down to it, I can ask my parents for some money and, you know, I can I can still milk off them and still be kind of grown. Or, you know, like I said, you might have to work a job and your situation might be a little different. Whatever the case may be, you're still not working full time, okay, because you can, but, you know, you still have to be a student. You still have to be here. You still have to do your classes. You still have to come to class. You still have to take your tests and stuff like that. An adult that's not in school doesn't do all of that. So they have other priorities and things they need to focus on. So to me, like I said, the most common situation, I call college the halfway house of adulting. You're halfway kind of there. You kind of getting a little taste. You can go to jail with your grown tail, okay? <laughs> you definitely can go to jail. Whatever you do, you know, you ain't a kid no more. Um, and you still have adult responsibilities, but at the same time, you're also a student. So, you know, people definitely kind of be a little bit more lenient with you. You definitely get discounts to certain places and things like that. Little extra benefits of being a student. So you come to that point where you're like, okay, what am I going to do? So if you are just thinking of grad school, if you're just thinking of grad school in general, you should just go. I'm gonna be honest, you should just go. Cause take this from a girl who literally was graduating from high school, 18. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm graduating. Wow, I'm about to go to college. Wow, this is exciting. Whole new world, seven hours away. And I'm just like, but I'm not going to grad school though. I'm not doing it. I want to get this little, you know, bachelor's because everybody say go to college, go to college. I'm going to get this little degree and I'm done. You know, I'm going to get a job and I'm going to figure it out from there. Because I already knew that I wasn't the true like nine to five type. And when I say nine to five, I'm saying like, you know, not doing the same thing every day. I can't do it. I'm not no office worker. I can't sit still, you know, and part of that, of course, you know, goes into what we was talking about last week, ADHD, but I'm, I'm, I can't, I get bored easily and I can't just keep, you know, those, those basic regular jobs. I just can't do that. Or, you know, like what my dad do delivering stuff, doing the same, you know, I just can't do the same thing every day. My days have to be different. It has to look different and it has to, you know, kind of, be off the wall and work within me. So I already knew around when I was graduating high school that I wanted to kind of have a wacky schedule. Hence why I chose sports and I wanted to work with athletes or, you know, with a team, because when you work with a team, your schedules is somewhat the same when it's like off season, but when it's like in the season, your schedule's never the same, especially if you travel with them. Okay. If you traveling, then you got to travel. So that's a whole different thing. And that's what I wanted. And I knew when I graduated from high school, I was like, man, I kind of want to work with teams and sports because I want to travel and I want to have a day where we got to 
you know, go out of town at five in the morning or go out of town at six at night. You know, it can be different and it don't have to be the same routine every day. You know, sometimes we might be practicing at the same times and things like that. That's okay. But when it comes to different aspects and different surprises, I definitely wanted that for me. Pardon the train, y'all. <laughs> so loud. But um, y'all probably heard it within the mic. I live by a train. But, um, yeah, I, want, I wanted a different aspect. And so I knew that. But what I didn't think about being 18 and being younger, I didn't think that, you know, as the years develop, I feel like the value of a college degree just lessons and this is not to take away from you graduating from college okay it is a big accomplishment a lot of people still know you can go to college a lot of people drop out of college you know don't even finish so you finishing graduate is it never is never less okay i'm a first gen graduate graduate i'm gonna be graduating and i'm gonna be getting my master's so first gen you know for both that's huge for me that is a legacy set for my family the, the story has been rewritten so that doesn't make your degree any less but when it comes to the professional world and getting a job i'm be honest you know getting a college degree is like graduating from high school nowadays you know and a lot of places are now starting to ask for masters preferred so as i was graduating high school and i was like oh man i'm never going to grad school forget that you know as i started to get into college and i'm getting around colleagues who are now in college so going to college is not a topic no more because we're here so that's not the topic of discussion we're here now. So then now the new topic of discussion is people saying, well, I'm going to grad school or I'm going to become a doctor later on. You know, now the topic has got a little bit more advanced and a little bit more mature. And I'm like, ooh, okay. You know, freshman, sophomore year, I'm just like, mm, I'll see. I'm still thinking about it. But as the years progressed and I started to just look at example jobs that I want, everything kept saying master's preferred. It doesn't say required, but it says preferred. And I know within due time, it's going to change to required. And it got to the point where I was just like, I might as well do it now than to wait years later and get a job and then get laid off or let go or, you know, um, have to keep finding a new job or whatever to pay me decently um, because I don't have a master's. And I was like, do I really want to do that to myself years later? late in my 20s, you know, still trying to enjoy my 20s. And now I'm like, oh, man, I need to buckle back up and go back to school and whatever, just so I can have a better life. Do I want to do that later or go ahead and knock it out the way now? And it just got to a point. I'm like, you know what? As soon as I graduate, might as well just go ahead and go to grad school within that year. I'm not taking no big break off because I know me. I know if I take a break off, it will be next thing, you know, a whole years from now. You know, and so I was like, let me just go ahead and do it. So around junior year, um, I already knew that I kind of wanted to go to grad school. Now, granted, junior year, especially spring semester, was definitely my worst um, semester academically and mentally and physically. Like, I, I was going through a lot last um, year, and I really didn't talk or associate with a lot of friends I kept to myself. And it was a, just a dark time for me. So thank God that this semester I have been retaking all the classes that I kind of messed up and had to retake, you know, pretty much have passed all of those. So I am now set for December 10th graduation, y'all. So graduating December 10th, so excited, so geeked. Um, and 
I was like, all right, you know, I should start looking into grad schools and seeing, you know, around fall of last year, I was like, okay, it's time to get serious and narrow down the choices. So the first step is start gathering information. First step is really knowing if you want to go to grad school. And like I said, if you're thinking about it, you might as well go. <laughs> you might as well go because if you're thinking about it, you're not thinking about it for no reason. Something in your brain made it a very, you know, serious issue to be like, hey, girl, you might want to go to grad school. You know, you know, you're going to need it later on. If you're already thinking like that, you might as well go ahead and knock it out the way because you're going to regret not following that years later when you really need it at a time that you're going to be like, man, now how am I going to go back to school? I'm too deep in now. And it's never impossible, but it's going to be a little bit more challenging. Um, so, you know, of course, knowing that you want to go to grad school, that's the first step. Second step is start gathering information and narrowing down potential universities, okay? So that was me last fall, spring and fall semester of last year. I was, was like, um, you know, start thinking about where I want to go and really what my program or what it wants to be, you know, what what do I want to go into? So I got my minor um, in psychology sophomore year and my major is sports science and fitness management. So I got my minor in psychology because I really love psychology. I'm all about mental health. Y'all know I'm an advocate. I'm a weird on my chest like Superman. Love mental health. But I just didn't want to fully um, major in it because I know I didn't want to like fully, fully make that a career. I wanted to make it a passion and more like a hobby um, and a trait and an extra, you know, characteristic on my resume rather than to make it my overall thing. So that's why I made it a minor. Um, and, um, tying that with my major, I looked into sports psychology because that is a thing. I definitely had a class about sports psychology because working out, to be honest, y'all, before you even pick up a weight, before you even hop on a treadmill, before you even go walk in the park, it's all mental. You have to mentally make up in your mind that you want to physically move because you have to mentally put it together for your body to react. Your brain got to do all the little neurons and all of that and move and contract muscles. They have to do all of that. So it's all mental before you even move. It's all mental. And so that's why I was like, okay, that is a thing. And I knew that my minor would make sense with my major. I didn't get a minor that was just off the wall. I got something that could go hand in hand, but also are two different things if you want it to be. And so sports psychology, I was like, okay, cool. That's my program. I know I want that to be my program. And then I was saying, you know, potential schools. Now, as y'all always know, I always, you know, it's not that I run from home, but I just, I'm not too pressed on being home. I have lived in Nashville for 18 years. Nashville has its own, you know, things for me in my life. And some, you know, the negative sometimes outweighs the positive when it goes to home. Um, I love my family and I love going home, but that's that's the thing. That's what that's so little lovely about home. You can always go home. So I'm not pressed that, you know, four years later I still didn't want to go right back home immediately so immediately when I was gathering my list of potential universities I was like oh man you know I'm looking far and wide you know sports psychology I'm like okay best sports psychology schools in the United States that's a real broad topic and they pulling up Michigan they pulling up school in Texas and I'm like all right now you know 
these, you know, they're far from home, but I don't want to be too far in a whole new city with like no type of like resources or nothing, you know, not knowing one soul, just kind of out there, just thugging it out. You know, anything could go wrong. You know, I do. You got to be moving with caution. You can't just, I come, I came out here and yes, I only had like one person, which was my roommate, Jayla, which we both were from Nashville. I had her, but still after, even without her, I had nothing, you know, I had to come out here and make my own opportunity. So it wasn't even a scary fact of that, but I would just think about like, look, girl, you're going to be paying rent, rent too. So you got to think about these places and what it's living like in those cities. You know, you have to think of economic type things too, because while I'm going to be in grad school, I'm going to have to work and, you know, a place to lay my head and all of that. So I had to think about that realistically. And when I tell y'all, God... I don't know. It's just always God works in mysterious ways and God's make no mistakes. And if God wants you on a certain path and he wants you doing a certain thing, he's going to order your steps that way, whether you like it or not. And he's going to put you in places whether you like it or not. And, you know, you might not think you need to be there, but he's going to slide you there. And so um, in the process of narrowing down the schools and the potential, I'm talking to my advisor and I'm like, all right, man. I used to say I never wanted to go to grad school and it's coming to the point where I keep thinking about grad school and I'm already looking and I'm already kind of getting anxious and scared. And my gra- uh, my advisor was like, yo, it's okay. First of all, breathe. Um, you're doing something that millions of people have done already, getting a master's. So it is very doable. You know, it's, it's not impossible. It's been done multiple times. And, you know, just, you know, look, what do you really want to do? He said, in grad school, is more of a narrow focus. He said, it's not like how you're an undergrad. You're just taking your basic classes and learning the basic foundations to whatever you want to study. Because most of the time when you get to college, what you want to, you would you pick your major anyway, right? You pick your major. So you're going to learn, I feel like, the basics of whatever that topic is. You're not going to become an expert all because you went to college. Don't think you went to college for criminal justice or business or whatever the case may be, whatever your major may be. And now you just like, yep, I know it. Boom. No, because guess what? They have master's and they have doctorate programs now. They've been having master's and doctorate programs for forever. Meaning that college and your undergrad degree and your bachelor's degree is not the final point. So you're not an expert. So you're already just getting the basic foundations of whatever you're mastering yourself in and so when he said getting your masters he was just like that's just like narrowing your focus and when it comes to masters they have research studies where you know you're writing papers on topics that you're interested in that goes within the um program or you can like, take a test i didn't know you can take a test i thought you just had to write papers and do research um but it's that's not the only way to get your masters but there's many other ways that you can really make it more to what you like rather than when you were in college, they just tell you to take this class and you have to pass to get this degree. When you get into your master's and your doctorate, things like that, it's more narrow and it's about what you really like out of your major. So make that make sense for us. So anybody that wants to go to grad school or just high school babies that might be listening to this later, your graduate program and your... um you know, doctorate program, all of that is literally a narrow focus of what you like within your major. It is all up to you. They're going to make sure it meets the credentials, you know, they're going to work with you, but it could be something that you really like. 
So you don't have to be the boring parts of your major that you don't like. Because there's plenty of parts in my major I don't like. Like, I don't like the legal stuff. I ain't. I don't want to be no lawyer. I don't want to learn all the laws. Because laws change. That's too much to study. You constantly got to keep um, studying the law. So when it comes to learning the legal you know, aspects of my major and all the lawsuits, and just, that bores me. But I can't let it bore me too much because I want to own businesses later. But that bores me, you know, and I don't, that, 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 that blows me. But when it comes to the nutrition part of my major and the mental part of working out and, you know, why we eat what we eat and what we need to do, I love that part. And I soak it up like a sponge. So I can make my grad study program on that focus. So when he told me that, I was like, oh, okay, so... You know, it's more about what I want to do and just what I want to focus on and make that my study. And when he said it like that, I was like, okay, now it doesn't seem as scary. And the exact time that I was talking to my advisor, y'all, and I'm narrowing down my choices for the schools, literally they were singing out this thing. All of my professors, and even him, were sending out these things via email and Blackboard talking about UT Knox. You know, University of Tennessee in Knoxville, Tennessee, in Tennessee, where I'm, you know, I'm from Nashville, three hours away. And they were having an involved program. And it was literally a program specifically for HBCU students. They were picking HBCU students to come to their school to tour their grad program of the kinesiology study, which is sports science. We're now kinesiology. It's all the same thing. So sports science study, whatever, kinesiology, whatever you want to call it. Um, and they were having for their program, kinesiology, they were having where they were picking students from HBCUs to come tour that school, all expense paid trip, y'all. So the trip, I didn't have to pay for anything. It was hotel, travel, and all of that, reimbursement, all of that paid for. I I think I put out my wallet for maybe like to buy a drink. And that was it. And I, I really could have gave him the receipt for that, but it wasn't that deep. And so I didn't have to pay for anything. They sent out these applications and everything last year, last semester. And, you know, the the deadline, I'll never forget, was November 12th. The deadline was November 12th. They sent it to us, and it was out for like a month or two. And, you know, I kept playing around with it, and I looked at the, you know, the form, and I was like, hmm, okay. I was like, mm, but do I want to go to UT, though? Like, you know, I'm thinking, I don't want to go home. That's not even really home, though. That's just kind of down the street from home. But... You know, I was just thinking, and I was looking at um, other grad schools and stuff, and I think when I tell y'all I filled out that application, like, literally, and I turned it in the day before, so last minute, you know, didn't think nothing of it. I just kind of put it out there because I talked to my advisor, and I was like, you think I should apply for this? He was like, absolutely, you know, always just apply for stuff just to see where it goes, and so I applied for it, didn't think nothing of it, just threw it out there, and like a month later... <laughs> I got an email and they was like, congratulations. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Like, it was like, nah, for real? I actually got this? Like, I, I didn't think nothing of it. So that just shows you that when God has something for you, he has something for you. And even when you least expect it, he has something for you. And so I got it. And so, you know, now I'm emailing them back and forth and I'm making all the arrangements. And here we go around April. April 6th through the 8th of this year, I went to, you know, I got flown to Knoxville on their, um, on their tab. They pay for everything. They bought the plane ticket, all of that. And then, um, picked up from the airport, 
went to the hotel. Hotel was so nice. Um, all my food was paid for. We went out to eat that evening. They fed us lunch during the day. We went on tours. We toured the entire department. We talked to the entire staff of the apartment. I don't think there was not one professor we did not talk to within their department um, for grad school, of course. Um, it was just so in detail. And I feel like I would have never got this experience with any of the schools that I was potentially even just looking at. Cause to be honest, I didn't even have a dream school y'all. I was just narrowing. You see, I was, I told you I was looking up like best sports psychology graduate programs in the United States. And I'm up here. It's up in Michigan and Texas. I didn't really know where I really wanted to go for real. Um, I wasn't really being too serious about it. If I'm gonna be quite honest. And I thank God for me getting, um, the UT, you know, Knox program and all that, because I feel like that is what made me take it serious. And that's what made me look into this grad program completely different. At first I was just like, okay, well, I'm gonna go to school. I'm gonna figure it out and I'm gonna apply. We just gonna kind of go from there. I wasn't really serious about it. But then when God did this and made me get accepted into this program where everything was paid for, and, you know, I got to see how it really works and talk to students and talk to staff, I was like, okay, for one, grad school doesn't seem scary. Two, it is very doable if I take the steps. And three, don't be scared of where God places you. Don't be scared. I literally was running away from Tennessee and literally God pulled me back and was like, all right, no, you actually need to be here. And this is exactly why I got you, you know, coming to for this paid trip now that's not to say that i already got accepted i haven't got accepted i haven't even applied yet but just talking to the staff they literally was like well you know since y'all had this detailed trip with us you know you know you applying we're going to remember your name coming across we're gonna be like hey yo we literally paid her to come here so they're going to really look at me and my file and my credentials and my resume and they're going to you know really evaluate me but at the same time, I have a little bit better chance of getting in rather than someone they never met and they just got to kind of go off their paper rather than me having a detailed talk with them. And I'm still emailing them even a month later, emailing them and talking to them and keeping up with them, keeping up with them. That's a very good look of me going. So nine times out of 10, I'm going to UT Knox. Um so you you first and foremost you just need to gather your information and you need to get your potential school together so you might not have the opportunity like me where you got an all expense paid trip to your dream school and you just know you go in there and it's you know all you might not have had that experience but you definitely need to not stray away from places that you might not want to go to so like if it's home for you don't stray away from going home or close to home you know don't don't be afraid but definitely do what's best for you, whether you want the best program or you want the best program for your situation. Because like I said, I'm going to be working. So it kind of works out for me. Your next step is that you want to go ahead and start applying the summer before you graduate. So depending on their deadline, and that's another thing that they kept saying, you need to know your program deadline, not the graduate school deadline. Okay, y'all, y'all don't listen to nothing else on this long episode y'all better listen to this know your program deadline rather than the school deadline because sometimes the programs within the college have a different deadline than the entire graduate school so i know for ut 
the deadline for fall of 2023 to go to grad school is like February of next year. But their program deadline, they said they start accepting people and be done looking at applications for real, for real, right before they go on Christmas break. Meaning that my program deadline is like in November of this year, not February of next year, but November. But let what let, let me not done my research and talk to people and not known that my little would have been applying in you know, in January and I would have been butt hurt that they would have declined me because they've already reached their you know, people that they wanted to accept. And they like, well, you know, we already done, we done, we done our part and we're done looking at applicants. And it wasn't even about just me not having the credentials. It was just a simple fact that spots have already been filled. So you need to know your program deadline. So know your program deadline, okay? Um, Have your letter of recommendations together. So if you know your, it's like for me, my applications do in November. So let's just, you got to translate this for your deadline because every day, everybody deadline and timing is different. But if your application is due for my example, November, you need to be having your recommendations and letter of recommendations from your professors and things. I would say at, at, at the minimum, at least two months before that, you need to already have them in your hand, edited, signed, sealed, delivered, all of that ready because anything can happen. And you want to make sure you give your professors times, okay? They have grades. They they probably got 10 other people asking them for a letter of recommendation as well. So you have to make sure you give people time. The minimum time for a letter of recommendation is two weeks. You can at least give somebody two weeks to write a letter of recommendation for you. Because you want to be a good letter of recommendation. But also at the same time, I feel like a month or a month and a half is more than enough time for them. And then you, of course you remind them and all of that. Okay? And then you need to be applying. If the application is due, like I said, mine's is due November. I feel like you need to apply always a month before the deadline. I feel like applying a month before the deadline, the you know the the program deadline. I just it just shows that you didn't wait to the last minute, and it also shows it gives them time, you know, give you a little leverage to anybody else that kind of waited to the last minute. So. I might apply in October, which I will be applying in October, but somebody that applied like late, late October, close to November, you know, by the time they look at them, I don't know how many slots they filled up. I, you know, you don't know who is applying. You don't know all of these people because this is graduate school. This ain't college no more. You know, this ain't, this ain't thousands of people they accepted. Graduate programs be like a hundred or less, you know, because as you get deeper into your field or, you know, if you want to keep going to school, not everybody wants to keep going back to school. So these programs are getting smaller and smaller and smaller, but, you know, for the slots, but that doesn't mean that the people applying is getting smaller. So yeah, they only have a hundred spaces maybe, but it might be 3000 people applying for those hundred spaces. You want to be one of those people that turned in their application before thousands of other people got in there that they already looked at you and could evaluate you fairly do because they had enough time. So you want to give them enough time to evaluate you fairly. So always apply a month before it's due. Okay. Then after you apply and after you get accepted, you know, you kind of want to make sure that you, and also wait one step I did forget just because they won't accept it. Make sure you take your GRE, know the, the testing dates for that. UT, um, 
they're making it optional. So that's why I didn't mention that and it didn't apply to me. But some schools, most grad schools make a GRE, um, you know, require. Make sure you know the testing dates for that and all of that. Um, so once you apply, you know, and you apply to your choices of school, you know, you kind of just wait to get accepted. Now, once you know you've been accepted, your next immediate step is to look for grad assistantships. So a grad assistantship is basically where they will be paying just your tuition, not room and board, because most people don't even stay on campus, but they pay your tuition, they give you health insurance, and they give you a stipend. Now the stipend is not that much. Sometimes the stipend is like $1,000 a month. In most places, you cannot live off $1,000 a month. I'm gonna just be honest. And for having rent and then trying to live, that's just not enough to live off of. So, but they do give you a little stipend and they'll cover your tuition and they'll cover health insurance. That's most grad assistantships. So you want to look into that. So once you get accepted into your school and your program, you want to make sure they have like grad assistantships available and it doesn't have to be within your program. I know with UT, they said you can apply for grad assistantships anywhere on campus and they'll pay for your tuition. You can be an assistant in a chemistry lab and you ain't even a chemistry major, you know, depending on their requirements. If you ain't got to be within their major in their program, you can be a grad assistantship with a chemistry major and help set up labs and grade lab assignments or whatever. And, you know, be sports science and kinesiology. And they paying for your tuition. It can work like that. But within your college, you need to look for any opportunities and any outside scholarships to make grad school as free as possible, okay? Because now you're an adult, and I know if y'all like, if my parents are like y'all parents, my parents was like, now look, we can pay for bachelor's, we'll support you to get your, you know, college degree and bachelor's degree, but as in all the extra, that's on you, because we just wanted you to lay the foundation. We ain't say you ain't had to do all that, that's up to you. So I know me, I'm going to be paying for it out of pocket. So I want to make sure it's free as possible. So you want to make sure you're looking at grad assistantships immediately after you got accepted. Because that's where your money is going to reside. And after you get accepted, that's where they're going to have those applications open. So that's just really the details on that. Um, We can go into another episode, I guess, when I do get into grad school, how to manage that. Because I can't really tell y'all about that experience because I ain't even got there yet. But this is just how to get to grad school. Like I said, number one, if you're thinking about going to grad school, boom, you need to go ahead and make that decision, you know, on your own time and go ahead and just do it. Gather your information about your potential universities. Always apply the summer before you graduate. Um, get your recommendations together at least two or three months before your deadline. Apply a month before your deadline. And then after you get accepted, go ahead and um, do those grad assistantships or just look for funding and scholarships. Hope y'all have a blessed rest of the week. I will see y'all next week. If you have a post, you have a purpose. Let's go. <laughs>